This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. All right, let's do another episode of the podcast. This is Paul Goff. It is great to be here, as always. Uh, one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite parts of my day when I get to do these types of podcasts, where I can just uh, wax lyrical, if you like, about a specific uh, topic that's on my mind uh, right now. And today's podcast, I have a feeling, is going to be is going to be very interesting. The topic, the topic of today's podcast: Why do people talk so much crap? <laughs> Why do people talk so much crap? Um, we're going to dig into uh, we're going to dig into it. And it just comes from um, the last couple of weeks, having spent a little bit more time back in England around uh, around family and friends uh, and acquaintances that uh, I've uh, not been around for a few months. It's amazing how you uh, see and notice differences in uh, in people. That ultimately, um, they haven't changed, but uh, you and your perspective and uh, you know how you feel and think about life and your business is changing. And it's one of the best things about being a business owner is that you get to evolve so rapidly, uh, and you get to realise that not everybody wants to evolve as rapidly as you do, uh, and that can be a source of frustration. So we're going to dig into talking uh, about why people love to talk so much crap is the title of today's uh podcast anyway right what have i been up to oh before we do just a little bit of housekeeping uh we're off to ireland 27th of august we are in dublin why don't you come if you are in europe uh we picked dublin on purpose here because it's just a cool city i'm heading back to uh my roots if you like uh half of my family my dad's side of the family are all from uh, County Cork on the west side of Ireland so I'm excited to uh, get over and spend some time in, in uh, one of my favourite cities in Dublin on the 27th and then I'm doing the UK Mastermind on the Thursday and Friday so you could uh, you could come to all three days and spend uh, spend a great week with us in Ireland uh, and the next strategic planning day uh, stateside is Orlando October the 17th these one day strategic planning events are fast becoming the best place to start with Paul uh, if you like my thinking if you like my approach to business then that is the place for you to start just send an email to paul at paulgoff.com um i'll give you an idea of how impactful it is i had a business owner come to my orlando event recently uh in july he came in from phoenix and he got there and um, pretty much admitted to me at lunchtime that he didn't think he needed to do this type of event he thought that he just needed more new patients and really that's all he wanted he kind of begrudgingly came uh you know for whatever reason and at the end of the day, he asked me, when will I be doing this event again? And I said, I'll be doing it in October. He said, I will be there. He said, because I arrived and in the first two or three hours, he said, I wasn't ready for what you were teaching me. I didn't think I needed it. And I don't think I got the real value from it because I wasn't in the in the right mindset for, for, you know, for what I needed to hear from you. And now that I've been through it with you, I realize how important this is and ultimately that I've got bigger problems in my business than just needing more new patients. So if you are listening to this, um, the strategic planning day is the is for me the, the you know the pivotal day where your business will it'll it, your eyes will light up when I teach you how to create a plan, how to do a forecast, uh, how to track the six or seven most important numbers in your business, what to do to make them better if you're not happy with them, how to create a 12 month marketing plan that supports your financial goal. If you were in business, and you haven't done anything like that or you haven't been taught how to do it 
you need to come and do the strategic planning day with me. That's the place to start. Your eyes will light up. You'll leave with more clarity than you've ever had. You'll understand your business better than you ever uh, have. Uh, you'll see the model completely different. You'll know what needs to be done to achieve your goals and the financial output that you want. Uh, don't keep winging it. Don't keep hustling. Don't keep working hard thinking you need more and more new leads. Uh, don't be uh, drawn into thinking that you need more followers on Instagram and so on. All of those things, you know, Facebook, Instagram, they're very important, but nothing, nothing will beat you being uh, savvy when it comes to uh, how to create a budget, you know, what the whole 12 month needs to look like. Uh, what your critical drivers are, how to create a, f a cash flow forecast. Uh, these are the things that I'll teach you that to my knowledge, not many, if any, in this profession are uh, teaching right now. So come and get it from me. I'll show you how to do it in Ireland, 27th and uh, Orlando, October the 17th. Paul at paulgoff.com. And if you're listening to this after that, uh, which I know many of you will be, um, this event happens every three months. Just send an email whenever you're listening uh, for the next date. It's that important. I will not be stopping it any time uh, soon. But there is a cap. We only take 12 in each room. I get to work with you uh, very personally. Uh, so, yeah, come come along. So what have I been up to? Well, it's Monday morning as I talk to you, August the 5th right now. Uh, it is 10.19 uh, in Britain. The sun is out. It's beautiful. Um, probably mid-70s, I would say, right now. Had a great weekend with the kids. Uh, always love to spend time with the kids on a weekend. We uh, celebrated Natalie's grandfather's 80th birthday at the weekend. So we spent uh, some time in his garden with family and friends. Uh, one or two drinks. Uh, made my way to the beach. We live on the northeast uh, coast of, of England. If you uh, want to know where I'm living or where I live, where my house is in England and my family. Uh, when I'm not in Orlando, it's in a little place called Hartlepool, and I spent the weekend on Saturday, uh, particularly at the beach, a place called Seaton Carew. Had one or two drinks uh, there with family and friends and uh, the kids, and it, it was great. And then yesterday, Sunday, I took the kids to a place called Riverside Park, uh, which is just a great place for the kids. A lot of fun, water fountains, swing park, uh, rides, slides, ice creams. Uh, walks, ducks, you know, feed the ducks, all that type of stuff. So we spent most of the day there yesterday uh, and then spent yesterday afternoon in the pub with my sister. So I like to combine uh, a lot of family and, and friend activity uh, through the day and hopefully have two or three drinks uh, at the end of the day, which is always nice on a, on a weekend, particularly in the summer in um, in Britain. Wrapped it up yesterday on the couch uh, watching a, a nice movie with the kids, uh, Ralph Rex the Internet. So uh, it's been a great weekend. Nice to be back in the uh, hot seat, in the chair, ready for a great week. I'm finishing on Thursday. I'm taking a couple of weeks off, two and a half weeks off to spend time with Natalie and the kids uh, to get ready for a baby, have a baby, and then enjoy um, a week or so at the other end, just uh, welcoming the new boy or girl into our uh, into our life so it's all going on in Paul's world as uh, as usual and, and just happy to be here and, and uh, sharing the journey with you so um, again thank you to everybody the Instagram followers are flying in at the Paul Goff we're putting out daily videos Jake's doing an amazing job uh, digging into the archives head over to Instagram at the Paul Goff and give me a mention uh, so give me a follow um, and just talk to me on that platform uh, through the day and my brand new YouTube channel the Paul Goff videos galore 
on YouTube. We have now one and heading soon to a second full-time video producer. So uh, we're going to dominate with content. Uh, we want you to be uh, hooked on this business game and uh, hopefully you're in love with it as much as, as I am and we're putting out content specifically uh, for you. If you love this game of business, then you'll love following me on Instagram and uh, YouTube as well. So let's talk about this. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of today's show. Why do people talk so much crap? Why do people just talk rubbish? They just they just want to fill the air with, with just crap that, that just doesn't need to be said or has no relevance. And ultimately, we all know that most of the conversations that people have don't really go anywhere. Uh, it's full of coulda, woulda, shouldas. You know, I could have done this. I should have done this. I would have done that. Or I am thinking of doing this. And um, one thing I've noticed recently um, you know, my life now is very different. I live in a beautiful little town called Celebration for, let's say, 80% of the year. And, and uh, we have a very peaceful little life. It is literally um, the most idyllic little town. Walt Disney created it. And um, he he created Celebration with a view of creating the perfect little, you know, most idyllic, I think is the word that they use, the most idyllic American town. Um, and it, it it's just fabulous. It's uh, a great place for the kids to grow up. It's very quiet. Uh, we can walk everywhere. We can... Uh, walk to the coffee shop, walk to restaurants, walk to schools, um, walk to the gym. I can pretty much exist without a car uh, in you know in the whole area, and and um, it's just wonderful. There's wildlife and nature, and uh, people actually speak to each other on the morning, and you know you say hello to people as they're on their bike going past you or running past you. Very safe. You can walk on at night. You see ladies uh, ladies walking around at ten o'clock at night with you know their dogs and so on. So it's a very cool place to live, and. Um, it's very it's very me uh, right now in the phase of life that I'm in. I like to keep myself to myself. I'm I'm very uh, private, if you like, and I like to be in a place where it's quiet and it's calm and there's just peace and there's no traffic and um, I don't necessarily want to be involved in hustle and bustle and stuck in traffic jams and uh, even lines for restaurants and bars. I just do not want any of that in in my life at this phase. Now um, I used to love the hustle and bustle of the cities, and I'm sure at some point I'll I want to go back to to living in potentially somewhere like London or um, you know a bigger a bigger city. But right now where we are is great. And one thing that I've noticed from living in a place where I uh, can think and I can walk and I can relax and I can just play with my kids and I can talk to Natalie and ultimately where business owners fly into me now and, and this is what um, I've realized that I am very much now uh, cut off from a lot of things that, that you know our conversations that used to probably get me down or used to irritate me when I uh, lived you know, in, in England full time, it was that I would spend a lot of time in my local cricket club or I'd watch soccer with friends or, you know, just hanging out with people that the conversation went always the type of conversation that I would want to have. And I knew it back then that I was often involved in conversations that I wouldn't want to get involved in, whether it's about government or politics or just Brexit or just crap, you know, just negative things or just dour things, you know, usually uh, talking about other people that, that, you know, you tend to find a lot of people want to do these days, particularly with the rise of social media and so on. It makes you, and if you're not careful, it makes people very uh, self-obsessive. And uh, when you become self-obsessive and thinking about yourself, you actually um, transmit that by speaking about other people a lot. And I've uh, watched and, and seen that happen to a lot of people around me where they become um, very much 
more engaged in speaking about other people and the you know the, the bad habits and the things that other people have done rather than having a conversation about um you know themselves and what opportunities available for them and how to make the most of their life and just you know good strong stimulating conversations so i've noticed it coming home now for the last couple of weeks that that that's that's becoming more of a more of a challenge for me to overcome that when I have to go to places like family parties or just you know local places where friends are that I've I've had for years it's not that I have any issue with friends or any issue with families I just struggle to be involved in conversations that are not not of the type of conversation that I I'm used to having when I'm around business owners and to my staff's credit even my staff um, you know, I love to be around my staff because we're talking about business and, you know, clients and their success and the things that they're actually achieving. We're not talking about people or things or buying things or, you know, what we potentially are going to buy from the shops this weekend or how much finance I can get to buy a car that I don't necessarily need and definitely can't afford that isn't going to add any value to my life. So, the negative outlook on life, I think, is a is a big thing that you need to watch out for as you grow a business, um, and as you grow. If or I'll back up that to grow a business, ultimately you have to grow as a person, and it's about evolving through the journey. Um, me and Natalie, right now, we love living in celebration. We love Florida, and when people ask me, "Am I going to settle there forever?" I'm like, "I don't know. Forever's a long time." And um, my honest answer is that the, the phase that I'm in right now with my kids, I think I'm in the best place in the world for the lifestyle that I want to lead. You know, between me and Natalie and the kids, what we love to do and and how we like to spend our spare time, uh, whether it's the beach or whether it's just to go for a walk in the in the park in the town or whether it's to go to Disney. Uh, we don't buy things. We don't need to go shopping. We don't, you know, we're not uh, hooked on buying a new watch or a new car or clothes to keep us gratified. We're very simple. It's a cup of coffee. It's a walk. It's a swing park. It's a, you know, Disney's not necessarily simple, but um, we've made it appear to be simple and that we can get there for, for within 10 minutes, um, you know, for not very much money these days because we live in, we live obviously as a Florida resident. So we have a wonderful phase that we're in. But I do think I'll pass out of that phase at some point and I'll probably want something different because the kids will want and need something different. They'll be in a different phase of their life. And one of the things I said yesterday to Natalie as we were speaking, um, it's important to recognize that you're in phases always in life. And that might be every three years or every five years. You'll, you'll, you'll flow through a phase. And I think one of the things that separates uh, achievers and people who are fulfilled and people who get the best out of their life, who don't need gratification, who don't need to buy shit just for the sake of buying it, um, it's that you recognize when you are comfortable and you're happy and you're fulfilled, but that you're also evolving and that there will come a time when you need to move or you need to change your circumstances or you need to you know, step up a notch or, or move cities or move wherever that's not a bad thing and it's it's not a good thing i just think that it's something that you must recognize i think you know back to the to the point of today's podcast why do people talk so much crap i think by and large they're just bored by and large people are just bored their their lives are very um limited um very uh much of a scarcity mindset there's a lot of fear um they don't always have the perspective on life that you know luckily as a business owner you start to get 
uh, or certainly have an opportunity to get a new perspective on life and people and, and yourself that I don't think many people on the street who are uh, you know working for certain places or the, particularly the governments and so on, um, they're just indoctrinated into the nine to five with somebody else who's indoctrinated into nine to five. The conversations are the same, same every single day. And I think um, both as a person, well, primarily as a person, you have to recognize that you're in a phase right now and that phase can't last forever. If it does, you're you're probably not getting from life what what you could get from life. Now that is, or where I'm going to take that is that ultimately for your business to grow, you have to grow. And I think that as you pay more attention to yourself and what you want, and you become more reflective and you become more self-aware, you'll realise that you're in a phase right now, and that phase may not last forever, and that's okay. I think one of the reasons why people talk so much crap is that they don't recognize when they've left phases and when instead of accepting that a change needs to occur as a person, that they need to learn something different, they need to go somewhere else, they need a career change, they need to uh, upskill, they need to learn something new. Instead of doing all of that, what you find is that people start to buy things they didn't need. They start to hang around with people who necessarily weren't good for them. They start to get themselves into debt buying or gambling or drinking more than they you know, they needed to, buying clothes to give themselves gratification. They start to do things to give them a feeling that they could get that would be significantly better and more impactful to their life had they recognized that they're in a phase or they've passed through a phase and they need to evolve. And, and I, I think you see that in people's conversations, that their negative outlook on life is usually uh, because it's a substitute for them not being able to face up to the fact that life is evolving. I don't think there's much focus on achievement uh, generally in society, I think uh, the majority of the conversations that I hear, you know, with with just friends, or if I'm in a bar, or I'm just just picking up on things around me, a lot of the focus is usually on people, right? They're they're uh, looking at what other people are wearing, they're looking at what other people are doing, they want to know what other people are up to, what they're buying, what's happening in their relationships. Social media has obviously driven this. 10 times you know bigger than it ever used to be but it's always gone on that generally people who are unsuccessful in life they focus on people or things that they want to buy or have bought and yet what the successful people in life the most fulfilled people in life do is they focus on ideas they talk about ideas they talk about opportunity they talk about overcoming challenges um, their perspective on the world is very, very different. So I'll say that again. Um, as you start to think about people in your life, the frustration, I've no doubt, if you're, you know, you're a business owner listening to this, you're on the same path as me where you don't realize in the beginning that there's certain friends and family who you, know, you, you think you're going to be around forever and then as the journey evolves, it's almost impossible for you to be around the same people because you've evolved. Now, one of the things that you will see, and you may not have been able to put your finger on it, but one of the things that happens with general people on the street, and most definitely your family, who aren't on the same path as you, which is evolving and learning and growing, they're not listening to podcasts, they're not reading books, they're not at masterminds, they're not at events, they're not stretching their thinking. They are obsessed with people, and they'll be obsessed with what people are doing. 
and they'll be obsessed with things ultimately buying a new tv buying a new couch buying a new set of blinds for the kitchen curtains for the front room beds or just games for the kids or you know stuff for the garden their focus is on things and the irony is that most of the time they're buying things with money that they actually haven't got and the reason that they haven't got the money is because their focus isn't on ideas and opportunity and self growth so instead of facing up to their own issues and you know their own challenges and thinking about themselves and how they can get the best from themselves you know there's a difference there you know not just just thinking about yourself all the time in in terms of you know what what's in it for you which is a lot of people in life the difference between the high achievers uh, and i think the real successful business owners is that they can think about themselves quite critically but in a good way in a self-growth way in a uh in a you know how can i get the best out of myself way and that's something that again over the last few weeks i've realized that a lot of people i am around they struggle with silence they struggle to be in situations where there's just dead air and it's actually very very uncomfortable for them to be around anybody with dead air i love to be in silence because it allows me to think it allows me to reflect and yet when i'm back you know in the local club or pub or whatever or just generally out having a beer the second that there's any silence you you just know that people are uncomfortable with it and one of the reasons um is it because it forces them to think about themselves and i i think if people spend a little bit more time in silence they spend a little bit more time in nature they walked a bit more they just generally switch their phone off for a little while and they just just shut the fuck up for a few hours start to allow themselves to think critically about themselves but the reason that they don't do it is because that is uncomfortable at first you give yourself some silence and self-doubt creeps in and instead of figuring out how to control that what's easier to do is to speak about somebody else or to speak about something else i.e. something that you're going to buy something that you are planning to get something that you're planning to buy that's going to make you look better this weekend whether it's clothes or you know getting to the hair whatever those are the things that are contributing to the narrative that i know if you are a business owner much like me you'll relate with this podcast it'll be striking some some chords that people you know i've had a conversation with a business owner recently in, in my mastermind who said that she can barely speak to her mother anymore she struggles to even have a conversation with her mother because her mother wants to talk about the, the you know people usually negatively or buying things and yet when this person comes to my mastermind events one of the reasons that my events are so well attended by repeat attendees is hopefully because the content is good and it advances their businesses but i'm also not stupid enough to think it's not because of the conversations that happen at breakfast at lunch and at the bar and at the dinner table on a night the conversations are very very different they're about ideas they're about opportunity they're about challenges they're about overcoming challenges and this is ultimately what i'm addicted to so when i go back to florida i love my little tranquil world because i get to think i get to talk good things with natalie about the kids and our life and you know what we're going to do and phases and we're already starting to talk about what might happen after florida and where we might go and you know how we might come back to florida further down the line i'd love to live in london at some point uh talking about what you know what life would be like and if that's what what i want what i then have to start to do is gear my brain up to think about well how am i going to get it well i'll get it i'll get it by focusing on uh, growing as a person 
taking opportunity, seeking out opportunity, well, I'm more likely to see opportunity if my brain is focused and it's not talking crap and is not reading newspapers, isn't watching news. I've said it many, many times that, uh, again, you'll, you know, you'll pick up, I'm not politically motivated in any way. Um, I think it's, it's on the whole, governments have done more bad than more good at the macro level. On the micro level, I think there's certain individuals who need the government, but that's been allowed to evolve and into a position of lead helplessness or you know government helplessness where everybody now thinks that the government is here for anybody at any point and that isn't the case um i've been a big fan of just voting for myself that uh you know and if everybody had that mentality then this place would be completely different we'd all be having very different conversations we'd all be achieving a lot more in life and we'd all be uh, passing that on to our kids so you you've got to be careful with uh you know with who you're around and as i I spend now my time in Florida. I'm around Natalie, who's a very uh, happy, kind of go-lucky gal. She's very positive. My kids have a great outlook on life because ultimately we control the environment, obviously, that, that we're in. No TV, no news, no negative conversations. Me and Natalie wouldn't have a clue that, that you know there's a new prime minister in Britain or that there's an election gone on somewhere. It's like I'm just not even remotely interested in it. I want my conversation to be about significantly better things and ultimately things that I can control. And this is the next point. The the difference between the people that you want to talk to and the people that you think, oh, God, do I have to spend an hour with you, is ultimately that um, the one you want to speak to lives at the cause level of life. And the people that probably irritate you as a business owner live at the effect level of life. And what that means is they are waiting for things to happen. They are at the mercy of other events. They are waiting for a pay rise. They are waiting for the boss to change. They're waiting for the boss to retire so that they might get the opportunity. They're waiting for their boss to send them on a course. They're waiting for somebody to do something for them all of their life. And that's a habit that they fall into. That ultimately, when this happens, then I'll do that. And if you track it back, it actually goes back to school. And, it, and it's called sequential. Um, we uh, versus simultaneous, really successful people in life can think and act simultaneously. So we can do different things. We can achieve multiple things at any one time. Whereas the school system teaches you to be sequential, which is when I've done that, then I'll do that. And if you look at most of the people around you, your employees uh, and just people who are struggling in life, that's that's in, invariably what they'll tell you. Candidly, I see it with business owners. It's they, they can't take on, you know, business owners who are struggling. Ultimately, it's when I've done that, then I can do that. And yet the business owners who are crushing it are simultaneously hiring a front desk person as looking for a PT, as improving their marketing, as it is raising their rates and training their staff. They are simultaneously doing things. But what we've been conditioned to do by the government is to think and act sequentially. When I've finished fourth grade, then I'll go into fifth. When I finish fifth, then I'll go into sixth and seventh and eighth. When I've done that homework, then I'll get some more homework. When I've passed that test, then I'll start a new semester that's how most people continue their life as adults when i've done this then i'll get that or when this happens then i'll do this and yet you look at the real top achievers the real one percent uh, we don't think and act like that in any way shape or form it's tell me what i need to do and i'll figure out how to make it work oh but paul you've got these other two things going on does not matter in my business, this business and in the physio business, at any one, one time, we could be working on an accelerator launch, we could be working on a new book, we could be putting people into mastermind, we could be, which we are right now, developing a new program that we're launching at the end of the year, a complete rip up of one of our programs. 
to to be able to scale it all over the world and and do the marketing and advertising for clinics from from any country in the world it's a pretty big project but it's going on at the same time as a new book that gets released in a couple of weeks as an accelerator program that's coming up as heading to dublin as planning for orlando as uh, starting a new finance person in my office as recruiting for a new person over in orlando at the same time as looking for a bigger office in orlando because the business is growing we are able to simultaneously do all of those things and that's again a huge difference between somebody who is successful in life and achieves so much more so quickly um, than somebody who waits because ultimately you've been conditioned and that's a huge lesson i hope you take from this podcast that the people around you and that's all i'm trying to do with anything that i teach anything that i do is just shine a light on things that you know are already happening and you feel it you just might not be able to put your finger on it and when you can get all of this stuff that's happening to you into context, I think it becomes much easier to, to kind of uh, to deal with, to live with, to accept, to embrace, uh, and to make progress. That many of your employees live a sequential, when I've done this, then I'll do that life, which will drive you mad. Many of your friends, many of your family members will live the same. You know, this time next year, when I get a pay rise, then we might do this. The very thought of if that happened to me and I've learned to, to put a gag over my mouth, basically, if somebody said to me, well, you know, I'm due a pay rise this time next year and when I get that, then I'm going to get a new car or then we're going to go on holiday to Disney. Three or four, five years ago, I used to jump in and say, well, why don't you just start a second a second business? Why don't you do something online? Why don't you sell something? Why don't you work a few extra hours each night? And then people would look at me like I was speaking Swahili. And they'll usually get quite defensive as to, well, I work hard enough anyway. And the government, you know, usually there'll be a teacher or there'll be a, a worker as a physio in the NHS or whatever. And it's like, well, you know, I work hard enough for the government. They should pay me more. And again, what they're doing is them, they're absolving themselves. They're absolving themselves or, um, you know, releasing themselves, if you like, from any commitment, from any responsibility. And ultimately, the people who make the mon most money in life are not just... Um, able to, to think and act simultaneously they're also the ones who take on the most responsibility so if you look at my journey as a as a person and you know my business success the more responsibility that i've taken the more money i've made whether that responsibility be for staff be for premises be for customers be for opening up in new uh countries you know an office in a new country i'm i'm responsible for so much more than i was three or four years ago but i make so much more than I did three or four years ago. I take more time off than I did three or four years ago. I'm walking out the door next week. I mean, I've always took time off, but I, I have such a, you know, as much as my calendar is very uh, routine and, and matter of fact, and I know when I've got to be and where I've got to be, there's so much movement around it. If I want to be able to take more time off, I can. There's a lot of structure in my life, but I'm not committed for 12 hours a day um, you know, I can walk out the door on, on Thursday and, and not, not respond to an email for over three weeks. Like that, that's despite having however many staff, 25 plus staff to be responsible for two offices and, uh, however many houses and, you know, teams to look after those things. And it's a lot of it is because of these things that I'm speaking to you about today. I believe is that I'm very rarely in situations where I have to speak crap, where I'm using energy, where I'm where I'm just talking for the sake of talking and many times I just get up and leave an environment or I refuse to go. Um, if I'm being taken somewhere, you know, to family events or to, to 
parties or somewhere it's i i need to know how long this is going to go on for because if this is a six or, or seven hour thing i know that's going to get pretty painful for me after a couple of hours and i'll either have to be prepared for it or i'll have to have a get out um and that you know that that type of thing is important and it can come across like a complete asshole and and i'm sure at various points my family or natalie's family occasionally think i'm a complete prat um for leaving places halfway through but it's because I quite categorically refuse to sit there and have my energy sucked from me for seven or eight hours to talk about fucking politics or buying shit that, that just has absolutely no interest to me. And um, if they're not happy, well, I'm not I'm not even remotely bothered. It's it's water off a duck's back. Uh, getting control of your environment and the and the you know the situations that you're in will ultimately dictate the success of your life. So we've covered a few things there. I think there's such a negative outlook on life because people uh, are so addicted to media, they're so addicted to newspapers and TV and radio and are being influenced massively by reality TV shows and so on, um, that their aspirations are all wrong. Um, we watched a show in Britain, Natalie loves a show called Love Island, and, and you know I'm not ashamed to admit that I've watched it with her. It's kind of the last thing I'll watch in bed before uh, we doze off. And um, somebody won... Uh, gal one recently who uh, I, I just I, I shudder to think that if my kids were following that person uh, it's horrific to think that in society that person is now getting given hundreds of thousands of pounds for you know contracts and endorsements and sponsorships and uh, in my opinion is pretty vile and, and just doesn't represent somebody that I would want my kids uh, to emulate or to be like because there's just nothing there's no conversation there's no thought it was just uh, who could be the biggest bitch and, and ultimately who got the you know the biggest laughs basically across the course of eight weeks which isn't necessarily uh, what we want our children to aspire to uh, being successful for um so their outlook right now people's outlook is so negative and it's so fear-based the governments do a very good job of of um basically keeping you stuck they they portray themselves as a protector uh but ultimately that creates a level of distrust that that they tell you that they're going to do one thing and then they turn around and do something completely different so there's more distrust around which is obviously very negative there is more uh fear over you know right now in the u.s it's classic in in the US. The stock markets are high, house prices are high, jobs are high, economy's good, but yet people are still worried about the fact that it's going to change one day. Well, of course it is. The change isn't the problem. How you react to it is. You know, the sun can shine for seven days. You know, it's going to rain on the eighth. Like that's just the way that it works, and and always has. It's the same in life, and it isn't necessarily the rain that's the problem. It's ultimately how we react to it. And you and I have the challenge of trying to find people that that ultimately are happy even when it rains and that's you know that's going to be very difficult for you you'll you'll be able to count on one hand at the end of your life the number of people that you will find who despite the climate whether that's economic or or actual weather who are happy you know regardless of there's a recession regardless of whether or not the shit hits the fan because they just see it as an opportunity uh to grow but most people don't there's definitely no focus on achievement you know, I very, very rarely get to sit around people other than my business owners, which is why I love my events. In fact, I, I got my hair cut this morning and, and the hairdresser said to me, uh, she said, oh, I haven't seen you for a while. I said, yeah, obviously I've been, you know, been living over there and so on um, in America. And she said, uh, so have you all settled in? Have you made some friends? And, and uh, I said, oh, my kids are doing great. You know, they're at school, they're meeting their friends. And Natalie's got uh, a couple of good friends now that she talked to. She said, oh, what about you? I said, well, I said, there's people I, I have conversations with and, you know, I could have a beer with if I want, but... 
I said, I'm good. Like, I, I don't necessarily need a big bunch of friends. Um, I said, my my conversation, my stimulation comes from, uh, you know, I've got a great relationship with Natalie. We get on very, very well. Um, we are on the same wavelength with the types of conversations that we want to have. I've got my kids. And I said, I, I can speak business all day long. Like, that's enough for me. The last thing I want to do is go out on a night and have a beer with somebody and, and talk crap. I can uh, limit my focus to uh, giving everything to Natalie and the kids and I get to go to work and, and have good conversations with my staff, my team, about things we're going to achieve and hearing about things that our clients are achieving. So for me, I, I get wrapped up in, in my focus being on achievement, whether that's for me or for my kids or for Natalie or for the clients that we uh, represent. Uh, we've covered mercy of other events happening, cause and effect. Most people, uh, their their narrative is so dictated by things happening that it's uh, they're living at the effect level. The really successful people in life live at the cause level. I couldn't give a flying F-U-C-K what happens in Brexit. Could not care one dot. Couldn't care what happens, who is prime minister, who is president. Like none of that is going to affect me, even if there's some kind of short term downturn or some kind of short term uptick. I'm not getting up each day waiting for those results to come in or for anything to happen. And like I said, a lot of a lot of it is because we've been conditioned to be sequential rather than um, simultaneous. Uh, so remember that one separate cause from effect. I think that I will write a book on this at some point. The, the the biggest skill you'll ever get in your life that you'll make the biggest inroads with in in terms of achieving things is when you're able to separate the symptom from the cause. You know, if you have a shitty marriage or shitty relationship right now, he or she is not the problem. Like there's something else that's causing the problem. Like the person that you see today is as a result of something that's happened previously and and your job becomes to to find out what that was and fix that. Don't try to pick, fix the person that you're seeing today. Try to unravel what caused the person, their insecurities, their fear, their doubts, their vulnerabilities, or their inability to be vulnerable, inability to be vulnerable, which causes most people's relationship issues. When you're able to find out what that causes, you actually have a shot at helping them and fixing it. Um, but not if you live at today's surface level. He or she said something last week, and I just didn't like it. And, we're now fighting uh, over it. And if it becomes a case of he keeps doing this for me or she keeps doing this to me, well, you've got to very quickly uh, alert yourself to the fact that if they keep doing it, it's because of something that they think is, you know, that they think that that's acceptable. And that'll be in the past. You've got to separate cause from effect. If your staff keep fucking up, well, what was the cause? The problem's not that they fucked up. The problem actually is that nobody trained them properly or you hired the wrong person. That was the cause. And then why did you hire the wrong person? Well, because you didn't have a hiring plan. Why didn't you have a hiring plan? Because you didn't have a growth plan. Why didn't you have a growth plan? Because you didn't come and do Paul's strategic planning day. You see where I'm going? Look, and, and candidly, I dropped that in there. But most people's problems are that they, they, they just don't necessarily go all the way back to the start and actually have a plan. Their recruitments literally sporadic it's like oh maybe we need somebody up oh, somebody quit let's get somebody then they hire a dummy the dummy doesn't turn out you know they, they keep the dummy for a month get rid of them they've had a month loss of pro uh, productivity the hiring process starts again as fast as possible and they just keep making the same mistake over and over and over again the symptom the pain that they feel is not the problem the problem happened weeks and months ago when he didn't plan as to what this business would look like, put some parameters in play, put some safety nets in that would alert you to the fact that the business is not working well so that you could train or help that person or push them out before the pain started. That's the difference. And I, and I, I genuinely feel for many people that they just don't understand this concept. They don't get it in business.
which is why something like my strategic planning day, anybody who comes to my strategic planning day, my eyes light up when I sit in a room with them because I know that they get it. Like they understand this this concept and it's not the constant gratification of more followers or just another phone call or whatever it will be. That That's important. But they only come and become regular if you actually have a plan for all of these things. I think uh, generally, again, let's review it. Why do people talk so much crap? Uncomfortable with silence. Uncomfortable with silence. People just can't be comfortable with silence. They think there's something wrong with the silence. Nobody told you as a kid that silence is golden. That in moments of being uh, in solitary, you actually can do some of your best thinking. The first 10 minutes is painful. The next 10 minutes, it starts to be a bit more comfortable. And after about half an hour of thinking, you start to make some progress. But for most people, they can't sit in silence for, for more than a minute before the phone is in their hand or the radio needs to be turned on or the TV needs to be put on. It's, it's frightening what you are watching happening in society that nobody is speaking to people about these types of things. Um, dead air with talking about people or things. Unsuccessful people talk about other people or things that they're going to buy. Successful people, you and I, we talk about ideas. We talk about opportunity. We talk about growth. We talk about who we're going to become along the way for building a business. Best reason for being in business gives you an opportunity to become somebody you might not have been. That's what I love about business. The challenges, the, the heartache, the shit you take from staff, the, you know, the issues with fucking tax people or bills coming out your backside that you didn't see coming and so on and so forth. Like they just give you a chance to be somebody and how you deal with all of these things, uh, I believe is ultimately what will determine uh, the fulfillment and ultimately as you look back at the other end of your life and you'll say, yeah, you know what? What a great adventure I've just been on because I was able to learn, I was able to grow and I spent more time talking about ideas and achieving those ideas rather than talking about what people are wearing, who they're having an affair with or buying things that will make zero difference uh, to your life and I think um, you know one of the final ones I think a lot of people struggle because there's no expanded view of the world there's no perspective there's no real genuine insight into you know that there is another way to live no understanding genuinely that there are other other you know ways of living life rather than the perspective which is usually negative and fear-based that comes from the media and from the government and, and again that's that's people's own fault that they've become addicted to uh, getting yeah, what they call information from media outlets and yet we all know if you put fox on you'll get one version of the same story that will be completely different on cnn like how could you possibly 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 be even remotely tuned into these things when it's just their own interests first and their interest is to keep you addicted so that you watch more so that they can sell more advertising like that is media like that's the deal that's like that's what goes on and even on facebook it's like we we are um what is it serotonin facebook is a surrogate drug for serotonin which is status basically when you achieve things in life you get a drug through your body called serotonin and before you had to achieve a a degree or get a you know certificate or pass a test or something and you'd feel really good and people would congratulate you it was a, it's serotonin is a chemical that runs through your body and instead of being a, a, addicted to, to more serotonin through achieving things people are now addicted to serotonin by putting up pictures of themselves with their kids hoping for 26 million likes or putting up stupid videos or doing crazy things to get uh, people's attention and instead of achieving things properly that will actually impact their lives, they're doing shit on Facebook to get that drug of serotonin and ultimately sending themselves into a spiral of doubt, of death, of of just um, uh, life of limitation and never really fulfilling 
what they could be because it's just a vicious circle that they're that they're on. Uh, and my final one, I think, why do people talk so much crap? Closed off from possibility. They are genuinely closed off from what's possible. Many times, not so much as, as much anymore, but certainly many times in the past where I've had conversations with family and friends and I've tried to help them see what's possible for themselves and they close it down very quickly because that doesn't happen to people like them or you know, that's easy for you to say because you've achieved this. And I say, well, why do you think I achieved this? It's because I started to believe in possibility long before I achieved these things. It's again, cause and effect, um, which is what, again, is a fascinating thing that you'll see as you get more successful in life and business. It gets harder to actually help people because they'll assume that you've always been successful and they'll think that whatever advice you are prescribing uh, is okay for you because you're successful. They forget that you are successful because you act and think in the same way that you're telling them to do and you did that long before you were sex, uh, successful and the reason that you're successful is because that's how you think and act. They, they just cannot, they cannot separate the two. So um, I think the greatest thing um, about business and just generally the life that you, you know, you're on as you revolve, you need a belief in what's possible. The minute you give up on what's possible, look around in life, look around at your friends, look around at certain family members, they've just given up. They've, they've just given up on what's possible for themselves. They've accepted what they've got. They've got to 25 or 30. Certain circumstances appear to have conspired against them, but they haven't. They've just made bad choices, which is an interesting conversation I had with somebody recently. Um, somebody was telling me that, it, and again, family member, it's all about education. Uh, and, and, you know, a good education will help somebody's life. I said, yeah, I get it. I understand that. You know, I can see where you're coming from. But let me ask you this. What's more important, getting good at making cho good choices or a good education? Because I know a lot of people with a good education who still make shitty choices and therefore have a bad life. I know a lot of people who haven't got a great education, who've just made great choices and have a wonderful life. So the tactical level education is important, but at the strategic level, at the you know the real impact level of your life, it's about getting good at making decisions and good choices, which you've heard me rant on this podcast forever. Decisions. Make good decisions, you'll have a good business. Make good decisions, you'll have a good life. Like that's ultimately at the heart of this. And um and for many people, their their decision making is ultimately what's got them into the predicament that they're in. That somewhere along the line they decided not to study, they decided not to go on a course. Uh, I made a recommendation to a family member a few years ago to invest, I think it was £2,000 in a course to go learn how to, to do something online that would allow them to, to have made a significant sum of money. A couple of weeks later, the same money was invested into a car and the course was, was overlooked. Two years on, not much has changed in that person's life. Uh, and again, a few years ago, I might have got frustrated, but now I, I understand it that all of these factors and all of these things uh, conspire, if you like, and if you're not careful, uh, which is why I'm bringing them to your attention. All of these things are going on around you, to you, and they are forces that are pulling you in the wrong direction. That as a business owner, uh, if you want success, you want to be successful in life, these are the things you're going to have to watch out for. Uh, limit your time spent with people who talk crap. Don't be disrespectful to family, which I'm not. I will give them time and I will spend time with them. I can have wonderful conversations with some members of my family who I cannot wait to see. There's just some members who I think, you know what? I can't do this for longer than an hour and I'm going to have to be on my guard and have a uh, an excuse for an early exit to get out of this afternoon because I will not sit for half of my day uh, talking about shit that will never happen, isn't possibly going to happen and all that, uh, even worse, talking about what other people are doing 
uh, that isn't achieving things. It's uh, doing shit or buying shit. So anyway, that's just my thoughts. Uh, me reflecting a little, if you like, on, on a little bit of time spent back in Britain over the last few uh, weeks, having spent time away from it. It's wonderful perspective back to that keyword uh, i've got a uh, i've certainly been uh, allowed to have a wonderful perspective from spending time in different countries and in completely different environments and um you know all the way through it just figuring myself out figuring what 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 we need as a family to be happy um ultimately a lot of you know this podcast started out as being about success in business but uh, the journey that i'm on i'm telling you telling you and you can tear me up as i tell you this your uh business success will only come as a result of your personal success you're figuring out self how you run your life is how you run your business um i see a lot of people whose lives are a mess in terms of habits doing all of these things and coming to me and it's blatantly obvious within a few weeks that business success is going to be almost impossible to achieve until they figure out all of this type of stuff that's going on around them so maybe maybe just maybe this podcast uh, has provided some insights has allowed you to uh, put your finger on a few things that is happening in your life that frustrate you and now you know why um, i do not want to be responsible for the breakup of any relationships or destroying any friendships and so on um, but i just want to tip you off on things that are probably happening and because you are, are aware of them you're more likely to be able to rescue relationships and you're more likely to be able to manage friendships and you don't have to cut the cord with all family members you might just have to limit the amount of time that you spend uh be very sharp when it comes to changing conversations and not get sucked into the negative shit about news and media and people and things and so on and so forth uh, and try and change the conversations to being about ideas and opportunity and growth and fulfillment and what you've learned in the last few weeks and so on and so forth so anyway that's paul's uh, little little journey waxing lyrical on a monday morning um hope you've enjoyed it um Leave me a review on iTunes about this podcast. It will be very interesting to see how this one is responded um, to. It is not your typical business podcast. But when you think about it, it has to be. Business success uh, only follows personal growth. And uh, that's never a true saying. So, all right, that's it from me. Thank you to the sponsors, Infusionsoft. Head over to polgoff.com forward slash Infusionsoft. Uh, take the free training. Wonderful things happening with that business right now. New funnels that we've got for you. Uh, we can drop these things into your, uh, pretty much everything that I use to run my physio business. We've got inside of an Infusionsoft account that we can give you within 30 to 60 days. Reach out to my team, paul at polgoff.com if you want to know more or head over to uh, polgoff.com forward slash Infusionsoft. Uh, thanks again to Amy and Jake doing a wonderful job with the podcast and my content these days we are reaching places that we've never reached before followers are going through the roof uh people getting in touch saying that they're loving the daily updates for the podcast and instagram follow me on instagram at the paul Goff. i'm on youtube the paul Goff. i would appreciate it deeply uh if you can follow me the, the more followers i get quickly the more stuff that i can do um it just is a wonderful circle so if you love what i put out just follow me on these channels i get more privileges if you like with youtube and instagram and facebook if i have more followers and therefore i can do more things i can employ more people and i can just serve you even better so uh, i'll keep putting this content out uh, just give me a follow on these channels uh, turn on the notifications uh, and let's have a lot of fun and i'll i'll blow it up i'll, I'll keep putting content out for you um to to brighten your day and hopefully uh give you some uh a different view of of uh, possibly a challenge or a problem that you've got that's all i'm here to do it's not right it's not wrong uh, it's just my perspective on things and hopefully if it resonates with you uh it can make a change and it can make 
an impact uh, on you. So, all right, I've got to go. I have uh, about four businesses to run uh, and I'm doing a meeting uh, three minutes ago. So anyway, have fun, have a wonderful day and I'll be back very soon uh, with another edition of the podcast. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.